Welcome to Go To Grow, the show where we celebrate and fuel growth in all its messy forms. Choose to settle and stagnate or be courageous. Ask yourself, is this as good as it gets? Where you go with your time, energy, money and focus, you grow. I am Melissa McGowan. I have over 20 years experience enabling growth of people, leaders, businesses and at home with our four kids. I can tell you it starts with us before we can effectively lead others and deliver results. We will nurture your potential, sharing diverse insights and experiences, mine and others. Choose to grow, choose to be alive. I've said it before and I'm going to keep on saying it. Where you go, the investments you make and your time, your energy, your money and your focus directly impacts the outcomes and the results that you get in business, decisions around strategy, talent, capabilities, the processes you have, the systems you put in place, the way you develop people or not, absolutely impacts what you get out of that in terms of results, financial, people, engagement, discretionary effort. Think about your own development as it's always a good place. And when was the last time you invested time and money in your own development that you think was really meaningful and impactful for you in your life. So as I thought about this, I created for myself, I've dug back through my experience, created a top 10 of the investments that I've made in my growth over time. Number one, travel. So after graduating university, I worked full time purely, and that was when I was in um, science and physical education, purely to save up enough money, which was a lot at the time, a couple of thousand dollars, and then the spending money to go on my first overseas trip. I mean, I'd hardly even been on a plane, to be honest, and there I was going overseas with my best friend, Nicole, who then got injured, got hit by a car and had to have surgery to her knee. Uh, And as my friend Heather says, I had to put my big girl pants on and go overseas on my own, which was terrifying and exhilarating at the same time, but led to a five-year journey of life experience and adventure, personal, professional. I met my husband overseas and got to see a lot of Europe, um, certainly the UK, and also spent some considerable time in Canada. So just a, a relationship with travel that continues to this day. Number two is music. I think back to the first concert I went to, which was to see Crowded House at Festival Hall in Melbourne. Who can forget that great sticky venue? Music has been something that I've always invested in from when I was very young, you know, saving up for CDs and tapes and and to then as I was older, you know, saving up for live events, uh, big, small. Glastonbury a couple of times when living in the UK, the Reading Music Festival, amazing experiences with friends nothing else can take you back to people places and feelings like music can or certainly not for me and even to this day it's something that we still invest in yep we've got four kids we're getting older and a little bit daggier but even just recently we went to a music festival with friends and just absolutely love it Number three came on the back of my big trip overseas, which was to really accelerate into my what was second career in human resources. So after doing a range of jobs when I was overseas, from working in gyms to nannying to admin type jobs, I had landed in a human resources department, was actually doing some 
proper work. Uh, and when I came back, I decided that's what I wanted to pursue. So I invested in a business and uh, postgraduate in human resources. And what was so amazing about that was the ability to be working in human resources at the time and then apply the learnings directly on the job. So this notion of on-the-job development or experience-based development and the impact that has on your engagement in learning and the usefulness was huge. So that was that was really impactful for me and certainly led to a long and fruitful, um, enjoying, challenging, rewarding career in HR and business. Number four, pregnant with our first child. So we went and had our scan at 12 weeks and just an interesting side note, you know, I think I was about 31 at the time and I think they, they, they said, oh, wow, there was another embryo there. And, you know, I don't even think we realised that we nearly had twins first up. We now know that, you know, I inherited the hyperovulation gene from my grandma. Uh, we have fraternal twins. My dad's a fraternal twin. Needless to say, we did somehow have enough insight about ourselves at that time to know that we really wanted to work through the pregnancy and the birth as a team. Um, and we very much wanted to get some support in the early part of the process to enable us to do that, to learn, to be empowered, and to have some some tools and some insight about how to navigate that. Now, it wasn't a rigid, this is our birth plan experience, but we had this great woman, Lena Clark, my friend Ange recommended her. She was a midwife and childbirth sort of educator, and we invested and did some um, education with her which really enabled us to have an amazing birth experience yes of course it was challenging but we had the great um, you know natural birth and I was able to talk about that with other women in a way that was positive you know and I was so pleased that we had made that investment given how many children we went on to have it was absolutely well and truly worth it Number five, so we moved to Minneapolis, Minnesota. I was, we were posted overseas with my company at the time. It was a great adventure for us and our family. The company had amazing resources, including a gym on site at the headquarters. But I decided to invest in a yoga membership. So I'd only ever dabbled a little bit with yoga, and it was kind of a big decision for me. And it was, it was quite expensive, I recall, at the time to become a member at this studio. And... In addition to obviously getting to experience amazing yoga, which was way more diverse than what I had ever anticipated, the sorts of classes, very much the yin and the yang, it was community. It was such a great community and I was I surprised how much I just loved it. And it's led to an ongoing kind of love-hate, to be honest, relationship with yoga. I just find it so challenging. <laughs> But um, it, it really was a great inv investment and I've been a, uh, committed to some form of yoga ever since. Number six, Stuart and I were having a weekend away without the kids. Um, we were staying at a bed and breakfast on the Mornington Peninsula. We did not know the area well at all. We knew the other uh, peninsula, the Ballerine Peninsula, very well because that's where Stuart's parents live. And we were having a weekend on, the, uh, on what we used to call the dark side. So... In that weekend, we had a look around. Thought, oh, this is really nice. This, is, this looks great, doesn't it? And we had a look at a house that was open for inspection. Well, a couple of days later, we put in an offer and we bought a house. It was a pretty crappy house in an area we didn't know. And we didn't actually own a house in the city at that time. So, of course, that led to a lot of questions. You've bought a house, looking at it once, in an area you don't know. 
and you don't actually own a proper house and you're not going to be able to live there and how are you going to do that with work? And rah, rah, rah. Well, anyway, 11 years on, it's been, that was the start of an amazing lifestyle change for us and we now live in that area and we moved permanently into that crappy house which led us to be able to then sell that and buy another house um, a few years back now and we just love our lifestyle, we love where we live. Number seven, after breastfeeding twins, I could not have been more depleted. So I'd, I'd had low iron anemia um, for 10, oh, probably, probably at that time actually, probably about six or seven years, and no doctor, I'd been to a number of different doctors in, in Australia and America, and no one had been able to figure out why the iron wasn't absorbing. I'd had infusions and all that sort of stuff. I'd just been recently told that I had irritable bowel syndrome and I mean I tell you what I felt absolutely horrendous breastfeeding twins was tough big props to all the uh, well all mums breastfeeding because it is I found it hard every time even though I've had the experience but certainly with twins so Stuart and I made the decision to invest in me getting a little bit recalibrated and, and trying to get recovered and I went to a health retreat called Gwingana Gwingana is in the Gold Coast area in the hinterlands in Queensland and it is amazing. It's such a nurturing environment but probably what's so most amazing about it is it, that the experience is tailored to you and where you're at. So you kind of fill in this form at the start and you have a consultation about what's going on for you because as you can imagine there's such a range of things that have people you know, make that investment because that was really significant in a health retreat in going there for, I think I went for five nights. So for me, the one of the biggest things, we got two really big things out of that. Um, the first one was them reading my form and saying, hey, you need to go and get tested for celiac when you get back. Went and got tested, went through that. And that was the answer to all the health issues I'd been having for many, many years. And whilst things didn't change straight away, able to make changes to my lifestyle and to my diet and the way we eat at home which is gluten free uh, which has certainly you know been an absolute game changer. I remember she said to me at that retreat I don't know how you're standing here she said your iron is so low I don't know how you got pregnant with twins I really don't know how you're standing here so I you know my my normal what my normal was then and what I sort of tolerated was so not normal and that's been years of rebuilding, you know, after that. And so my twins are seven now. So that's that's been that journey. Amazing place. And the other thing that was just, there was some nutrition kind of ways we eat that we took out of that as a family as well. It was also really good. Number eight. So in the recent years, um, I have invested in my own development, being part of a masterclass and having a coach myself. So... Whilst I coach others, and I'm very fortunate that I'm able to coach myself. So if I've got a problem, if I can't see the wood for the trees, if I'm in an emotional rut, for the most part, I'm able to pretty quickly coach myself out of it. But all coaches also need a coach. You've got to get out of your comfort zone. You've got to be with like-minded people and that pull you up and challenge you. And that's what I did. And it was a it was a great investment for me. Can't recommend that enough if the if you get the fit right. Number nine, ladies' lunches connection so important. So I've got a good group of friends. We have 
been oh, for a number of years now having regular, pretty regular lunches. So we go to restaurants, we, we leave our jobs, our husbands, our kids, our pets, our parents, all that stuff behind and we go and make a lot of noise um, having amazing connection and discussion and just have a lot of fun and really reconnect with each other in terms of, wow, I, I remember who I was when we became friends. I remember why, you know, we are friends, just beside and despite all of the family stuff and all the other things that we're committed to. There is just such simple joy in making those connections um, and having a nice time when we do it. So that's a real priority for me and it gives me a lot of joy. Last uh, but not least is another reasonably recent investment I made a couple of years ago to help me simplify meditation and become a regular meditator. So I was a kind of sometimes meditator. I used different apps and all the things that people use. And then I signed up to, to do this Transcendental Meditation course with Suzanne Edwards was my instructor. She's amazing. And it's not so much about the TM. I mean, TM for me has been great because it's, it's simple. You sit, I sit in a chair, I close my eyes and I breathe. I mean, anyone can do it. But I spent quite a bit of time um, and energy and money on that course. And the probably one of the biggest benefits for me has been the how it aids transition in your day. So if you're going through periods of intense work and then you're coming into periods of intense home life, the meditation really helps me re-center and be able to make that transition a lot more successfully. I mean, there's a number of other benefits. The, the one that tends to happen first for, for people is sleep. So the, the key point, there were other things on my long list that haven't quite made it into my top 10. But again, my key point is these are all things that I've made significant investment in, whether it's time, energy, money, and they've all had really material and noticeable impact for me in my life. And I just encourage you to think about what have you invested in? What's it led to? And is there an area of your life where you could maybe go from being a sometimes to a more regular with the right level of support? Enjoy your growth, people. Thanks so much for listening. I'm very excited as we build this growing community of growers. And I'd love to hear your feedback on anything you want to hear more about people that you think would be great for us to have a chat with. Please leave me some feedback or if you want any support, use the functions via the podcast or the email, the Facebook group or the Instagram, all of it in the notes. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to see your pictures of you growing and what you're working on. Please share the podcast and review it in iTunes as we build this community. Thanks so much.